0: Thank Yeah. <laughs>
1: You. Father, your word says in Psalms
2: 91 that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Father said that you've given your angels charge over us and that no place will come nigh our dwelling. That means I don't have to be afraid. You are with me and you'll never
1: leave me. I will stop him And the Bible
0: says it.
3: good afternoon everyone
2: good afternoon
3: good afternoon uh, welcome, to, welcome to the saturday evening worship service of Refuge from the storm church today is the fourth sunday in march it's march the 23rd 2019 again good evening and welcome greetings on behalf of our pastor reverend dr millicent black to all of our Members, and to any new listeners, we say welcome. It's indeed a blessing to have you here in worship service with us this afternoon. And it's our prayer that you are encouraged and lifted by our corporate praise and worship today and by every part of the service. In fact, we say say, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. We say great is your faithfulness, O God. Now today we'd like to remind you that Refuge from the Storm is a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. And it's our desire that when you come and worship with us or participate in weekly activities, that we're able to impart hope that even in the midst of storms and suffering, God is always working. We desire to walk side by side with each other in Christian love, to provide comfort and to build each other up in our faith and to remind each other when we feel like we can't go another step, that God is our protector and that God has a plan for us, and we are among the called according to his purpose. So we hope for any new listeners, while you participate in worship today, that you may have come uh, just seeking peace, seeking solace, but that when you leave, you will leave refreshed and renewed in the Lord. And that's what our prayer is for you today. I'd like to remind you of our worship serving team, and it will consist of Pastor Millicent Black, who will deliver the preach word today. And Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader. And Elder Carolyn in will send the invitation to giving. Sister Helena Thompson serves as our manager of you. And Sister Cheryl Harvey serves as her assistant manager. The altar prayer today will be led by Sister Helena Thompson. Now, a quick reminder of all of our weekly activities today. Join us this coming Wednesday night for small group Bible study that will be March the 27th. And the title of our lesson will be Worry Wins, Elijah, the Pitfalls of Fatigue. And if you read Luke, the 23rd chapter, you'll be right in line with the scripture pertaining to our study, which is Worry, W-O-R-R-Y, Wins. And each Monday through Friday morning, please join Pastor Millicent and other church members for our daily morning prayer calls. That scheduled start time is 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Then on Saturdays, the prayer team ministry meets under the uh, leadership of Minister Juanita Purdy, and that start time is 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. So please, uh, purpose in your heart, if at all possible, uh, to meet with us Monday through Friday for early morning uh, prayer, or on Saturdays for the prayer call. Now, just a reminder as we're uh, coming to the close of March that our prayer focus for the month is still protection. So we want to remind you as you are in your personal prayer time into your personal prayer closet, please continue to pray for protection of your family, friends, for all in your circle of influence, for the church, for travel back and forth, for every area of your life. The Lord says he will keep us from evil. He will keep our very lives. The Lord said he will keep our going out and our coming in from this day forth forevermore. Now, there is a daily prayer guide in the newsletter for each uh, each day of the week. So if you incorporate that in your personal prayer time as well, then you'll be praying right along with the early morning prayer team. Then if you would like to send us your uh, daily prayer request, please email us at AOL.com. That's AOL.com. That's the church's uh, email address. And then we will be sure and forward your prayer request to Pastor Millicent and our Minister Juanita. As we go through the rest of the service, we'd like to again remind you in love that the TalkShoe technology is quite sensitive and it will pick up any sounds uh, coming from where you are, so please don't forget to mute your personal uh, landlines or your cell phones. Well, I think that's all of the announcements uh, reminding you of the upcoming activities. So we thank you for your attention to the announcements. Now, after um, Mr. Helena has played an opening song, Elder Carolyn will lead us through the rest of the worship service. So we do ask the Holy Spirit to enliven and quicken us through this service, oh God, and we ask you to please enjoy and be blessed by the worship service today.
2: Amen. Thank you, Sister Gloria, thank you, Sister Helena, and welcome, everyone. The scriptures selected today are two. The first one is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The second scripture is taken from Psalm 121, verses 7 and 8. God guards you from every evil. He guards your very life. He guards you when you leave and when you return. He guards you now. He guards you always. Amen. Let us pray. Because we are protected by you, Father God, your Holy Spirit emboldens us to think higher thoughts. Let us pray the prayer of St. Francis to increase our capacity to love God above all others and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, make us instruments of thy peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console To be understood as to understand to be loved as to love for it is in giving that we receive it is in pardoning that we are pardoned it is in dying to self that we are born to eternal life amen amen and amen now let us listen to recorded worship song worship the king that will be followed by the altar prayer which Reverend Millicent will offer today
0: worship the king We are in His presence
1: to magnify His name. When we seek His face, glory fills His place as we worship the King.
4: Amen. Let us pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, God, to thank you for this day. Mm -hmm. We come, dear Lord. We come, dear Lord, to honor you, O God, because you are God. We come to worship you, Father, because of who you are. We come, O God, to bring to you our faults and our failures, our weaknesses, our shortcomings, and our needs, dear Lord. For your word says that we can cast all of our care over onto you, for you care for us. Dear God, we come to gather around this altar, Lord God, to lay before you our prayers, our petitions, and our supplications. As we do so, oh God, we come with an attitude of gratitude and a thankful heart for who you are. God, I hold up to you the Snyder family and the loss of their mother and grandmother and aunt. Oh God, I ask that you would comfort them by your spirit. I pray, Father God, that in this hour of sadness, that you would remind them that you are indeed the one who can heal their broken hearts. I pray, Father God, for peace to rule and reign among the family members in the name of Jesus, wherever the adversary would raise his ugly head, oh God, we plead the blood of Jesus. Father God, I pray for every person who is struggling with illness in their bodies, the most, in the for most and it is warmer tomorrow. we're talking about highs dear god i pray for those who are enduring chemotherapy and radiation treatments father god i'm praying for strengthening in their immune systems i'm praying oh god for their good cells to snuff out the the bad cells in their bodies. Father, I pray for a strong and strengthened constitution that they will live and not die and declare your words. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for those who are dealing with directed energy weapons, oh God, the assaults from them, for those of us who are dealing with harassment from those who would Barge in on our church service or any other way that they can get in, Lord God, asking that you would, first of all, convict them of their sin. Father God, in your words, you said that that we should love those that hate us, to bless those that curse us, and to do good to those who are cruel in their attitudes towards us. Father, we pray that you would give us the grace to obey your most holy word. I pray, God, this day that throughout this service, we would feel the abiding presence of your spirit. I pray, Father God, that if any are down in spirit today, that you would lift us up, oh God, out of the muck and the mire where the adversary would love to push us. Thank you, Father God, for the realization and the words of this prophet Nehemiah that reminded us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father God, we just take courage this day as you admonished Joshua, oh God, we thank you, Father, that as we meditate in your word day and night, God, we are also planted like trees by the rivers of water. God, we thank you that we do not have to stand alone, for you are our strength. It is in you that we live and move and have our very being. Father God, bless each person that is on the call today. Bless their homes. Oh God, bless their their family members, Lord, take care of their situations and their circumstances. Oh, God, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one, oh, God, thanking you, Lord God, for going before us to make our rough road smooth and our crooked roads straight. God, we praise you that it is in Jesus that we live and move and have our very being. And it's in his precious name that we pray this day. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Melissa. Thank you, Jesus. For, your, for your passionate plea. To all listeners, this is your invitation to giving. Our church, Refuge from Storm, provides refuge from targeting by tending to the spiritual needs of those of us who are targeted. But we are also similar to other organizations in the community and that we have financial needs to accomplish our goals. But for those listeners who are able, we'd like you to consider making a financial contribution. It can be done in any way you like. And in any amount, we welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual contributions. To make your contribution, please contact Either the pastor Reverend Millicent, by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com or contact sister Gloria our administrative assistant at refuge from storm at ll.com thank you Now, in preparation for our weekly message, which Reverend Millicent will deliver today, let us listen to the praise song, That's When You Bless Me, by the L.A. Mass Choir. My life was torn
1: beyond repair, It's so long.
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Do you remember the last time God blessed you? The old people says he woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. He gave me shoes to wear and food to eat and all all of the many ways that he has done good things for us. That's when he blesses us. Thank you, Lord. I'll ask that each of you would mute your phones now, if you would, please. I give thanks and praise to God, my Father, to Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and to the Holy Spirit, our helper, our intercessor, our teacher. I also welcome you and thank you for your presence on this, another Sabbath, another Saturday afternoon, just after the spring began, began. I'm always proud to acknowledge the ministry team, those of you who help to not just support the service each weekend, but also all through the week, all of the many tasks that you take on, the many things that you do for the benefit of the church, we say thank you to God be the glory that we live all across these United States from Canada to California, to Maryland and Washington DC, from St. Louis, Missouri to Ohio, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, Washington State, Florida. Even the United Kingdom comes in. I've seen uh, and heard from someone from uh, Vermont recently and from Delaware, and to all of you, I say welcome to our services this afternoon, and thank God for each of you. As we turn to the scripture, our scripture for today comes from Philippians 4, verses six and seven, and I'm reading for your consideration as we talk through the text. Also, I will be adding Isaiah 26, verses three through four. This will help you to get the full image of the message for today. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, I'll be reading both passages from the Amplified. It reads, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, That peace which transcends, surpasses, is the phrase, the word that the King James Version uses, all understanding, stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And Isaiah 26 verses 3 through 4 reads, you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you. In both inclination and character, because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation, trust in the Lord forever. He is your fortress, your shield, your banner. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. Let us pray. Most holy God, we come today thanking you for this time, Lord. We thank you for your Because your word says that it can't come home empty-handed. Father God, your word says that it must accomplish what you please and prosper in the thing whereunto you have sent it. God, because you sent your word to us today, we ask that you would bless your word. God, bless your people as they listen to your word. God, bless their hearts as the word falls on good soil, that it will produce a harvest for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The subject of the, of the message for this afternoon is peace that surpasses, peace that surpasses. I want you to get a good, clear image of the word surpass. It's one thing to pass. You know, if, if you and I were traveling on the highway and I pull up to you and then when I go by you, then I have passed you but when I get several car lengths ahead of you, I've surpassed you. How many of you have ever watched a horse race on television or in person for that matter? I live in Tennessee and there are popular Tennessee walking horse farms in this area. My uncle used to go to the horse show every year and in thinking about the word surpass, I think about a horse race. Think of how the horses are on the track, running and it's near the end of the race. There is always one that seems to be lagging behind and at the last moment, he begins to surpass all the other horses and ends up the winner of the race. The Kentucky Derby is one of the world's most popular races. It has been held in Louisville, Kentucky on the first, weekend in May every year since 1875. It is reported that the Kentucky Derby was even held during the depression and during both world wars. Nothing caused it to be postponed. In America, this race is known as the most exciting two minutes in sports because the entire race takes only two minutes. The winner of this race is draped with a blanket of roses and becomes the Preakness and the Belmont, and enters the Preakness and the Belmont races. If the winner of the Derby wins all three of these contests, he also becomes the recipient of the American Triple Crown. Attendance at the Kentucky Derby is said to surpass the presence of those who turn out for any of the other races in North America. My favorite was Secretariat. Sister Cheryl was able to talk with me about this horse who went on to win the Triple Crown in 1973. She also likes the horse races, this one in particular. The news reported that he won by 31 lengths and is known as the greatest winner in history. The horse by himself, though, was not the greatest. You have to remember, it was the jockey who was mounted on the horse, and his job was to mount guard for the horse. The horse have the, the uh, blinders on so he can look forward, but it's the jockey who looks side to side. It's the jockey who looks how close the horse is to the finish line. Now, I I need to to just warn you all, if I seem to keep going out and on, my computer has been taken over this afternoon. It will only ring. It won't connect to the service when I come in through the Internet. I'm looking at everyone that's on the call, but it won't it would not stop ringing. Can you imagine that? And my phone is is hacked. And so we're going to do the best we can. I use this analogy because it's the best one to help you visualize what it means to surpass. A horse can win the Kentucky Derby by a nose. It is actually measured if there is a question of who was the first one to cross the finish line. You can also get the idea by thinking of any race or even a football game. Those who attended or watched the Super Bowl this year no doubt was on your feet at the final seconds of the game as the quarterback throws a pass which earns the Patriots their final three points and secured the win. The pass that was thrown surpassed the obstacles posed by the blockers and those trying to intercept the ball. In the year 2000, The Titans of my home state was in the Super Bowl and we experienced the exhilaration, then the devastation of having our team come up to the final seconds only to fail to surpass the other runners to cross the goal line. The Rams won the championship that year. This is how it sounded from the news box. Following a play where Steve McNair miraculously sheds two Rams defensive linemen from his back and finds Kevin Dyson at the, at the St. Louis 10, the Titans are left with six seconds on the clock, down 23-16. McNair drops back and quickly fires to Dyson, who is running a short square and in, in, from the right side. Rams linebacker Mike Jones is in position to make the play, though, and applies a form tackle on Dyson inside the three, forcing the Tennessee wideout to stretch as far as he can before he wants to. The ball finishes less than a yard short of the goal line, giving Coach Dick Vermil and the Rams the championship win. Now, y'all may think I'm giving you too much of stuff you don't know about, but it's going to tie together. Just stay with me. In a race, all start at the same line, waiting for the sound of the gun. Then the runners are off. Whether it's the steeplechase, the Indy 500 or the Olympic 100 yard dash, it's understood that there will only be one winner. Only one will walk away with the prize. Not so for the Christian. One redeemed by the love of God, shown through Christ. No, all is redeemed by the love of God that is shown through Christ Jesus, our Lord. In Christ, everyone that finishes the course, the race, wins the prize. In fact, God is so good and has prepared ahead so well that the prize is already waiting. No need to wait to see who the winner will be. All is declared, winner from the beginning. The promise from God is that everyone who accepts Jesus as Lord and Savior is declared victorious. The word surpasses means to exceed or to be greater than. The thesaurus suggests words like outdo, outshine, or outstrip as possible substitutes for the word Surpass and the peace of God that surpasses understanding shall mount God over your heart and your mind. Peace that passes means peace that goes past or across to leave behind. Think about that when your peace goes past the problem, when your peace goes past the diagnosis, when your peace goes past the friendship ending. Then it leaves behind the fear, it leaves behind the anguish, and it leaves behind the, the sadness. In a football game, the guards give the quarterback the peace that he can surpass the attempts of the opposition to stop him from reaching the goal. And this is what we have, the Holy Spirit being our guard. We're being the quarterback, and we're carrying the ball of our salvation to the finish line. So then the Holy Spirit does his job. The Apostle Paul was writing this letter to the church at Philippi from a Roman jail. Paul was often sidelined by incarceration for preaching the gospel. Paul is also known for encouraging the new and seasoned believer to stay in the race and to finish the course. The Church of Philippi was the first church to be established in Europe. And Paul was writing to thank them for their generosity in supporting his work in the ministry. Paul commended two of the women who were instrumental in helping him in and encouraged them how to persevere even though suffering and trials would come. In between accepting Jesus and crossing the finish line is a race. So we ask Jesus to come into our hearts. That's just the start of the race. When we get to the finish line, that's gonna be at the end of this life. And all those days and weeks and months and years in between is called the course. But the course has been marked off. The most amazing thing that God, with God is that each of us have a different course. Not one of, not one of them are the same. We are all placed in the same race called life. We don't all have the same or similar obstacles. Sometimes we do but our training is detailed to meet the needs in our lives. Our God does indeed supply the needs according to his riches. He looked out in time, walked out our steps and marked the course along the way. What we do all have is the same one who runs along beside us, cheering us on. Our God personally guards our hearts and our minds. He watches what comes at us and what seeks to take our minds off of the task at hand. Every pit stop in our race has been noted. Those to give us water along the way have already been designated. If there would be an injury during the race, a stretcher was sent ahead to wait for your arrival. Not one inch of the race was left unattended to by our Father who is in heaven and the one who cared enough to plan for our entrance into the race and for our victory. When Satan asked God to try Job, don't you know that God already knew how to keep what belonged to him? Do you think that God would have gingerly handed his loved one over to the devil for destruction? Satan was allowed to try all that Job had, but Satan was not able to so disturb Job's heart and his mind that Job was willing, To change allegiance to God. Not even Job's wife could convince Job to curse God and die. In spite of Job's physical condition, his children were dead and poor Job was bankrupt, but Job's heart and mind was being watched over by God himself. Every day, every hour, every second of Job's trial had been measured and the God was assigned to watch over Job's constitution lest he dropped out of the race. We did not hear from most of Job's friends the kind of encouragement that would keep Job in the race, but I can assure you that the Spirit of God was encouraging Job, don't give up. Hang in there. Don't quit. And guess what? Job won. When we think of measures, I just wanted to take a look at that for my own benefit as, as I've talked about the the horse race, and I've talked about the football field. In the NFL, the college and high school football, the field measures the same, 360 feet long. So one knows that once they get to the end of the field, they've made a touchdown. Now for the horse races, the, the fields measure different in the Kentucky Derby, the distance is only one and a half miles. Can you imagine that? In the Freakness, the distance is one and three miles, mile. And in the Belmont Stakes, the distance is one and a half miles. Now notice how for every race, it's a little farther distance to run. In a race, many things can happen to cause the runner to drop out of the race. A horse could sprain or break a leg, a sprinter could turn an ankle, a car could blow a gasket or engine or a transmission. Any of these could end the race for the contestant. In none of these occurrences will you find another racer stopping to give aid or assistance. However, in the race of life, for a child of God. We could fall due to illness, due to circumstances that cause any number of failures that would be drugs or alcohol, divorce, loss of job. We could fall to distress or disappointment or even depression. In any and all of these, love and peace along with grace and mercy will come along, not with a stretcher, but with strength to help you stay in the race. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. God will keep you in perfect peace if you just keep your mind on him. A life that has been stalled by the adversary, according to Psalm 91, can continue because God gives an angel who might fly down to pull or to push you the needed distance. Verse 11 says he has given his angel charge over you. To bear you up in all your ways, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Sometimes a stranger, an angel unawares is what they're called, may send a cash donation, offer a meal, or even a chance to talk to help you along the way. And back on the road again, the prayers of Jesus and the saints will help us stay in the race. Jesus knew what kind of obstacles could be placed along the way, the tricks, the traps, the schemes, the ditches and the pitfalls of the devil. Remember what Jesus told Peter? He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brother. Defeat was hurled at Peter. Through his denial of Jesus, remember how he denied him three times? He felt like a loser because he couldn't contain his fear of being punished. Peter hung his head in shame, deciding that he should not be one to handle the word of faith. So he left the ministry. But Jesus's prayer became a guard on the wall around Peter's heart and his mind and guess what? Jesus is guarding you and me right now, this day. The guarantee of a successful finish is the promise of a child of God. So when fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, and depression comes your way, keep your mind on God. It is God who is keeping you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. When your haters come, the naysayers and the gangsayers hurl the character assassinations, the slander and the lies. Keep your mind on the one who is walking God around the wall of your heart and your mind. Discouragement goes from mind into the heart. But if it gets past the mind and into the heart, guess what? God is already there. At the end of the natural race, the race isn't officially over until everyone crosses the finish line. All may not actually cross the line in a natural race. Some were towed off in another direction. Some were driven off in an ambulance, but in the race of life, all will finish. We all finish the race and the crown is determined by the condition we're in when we finish, but all finishes. All who run are declared the winner. So how do we stay in the race until the finish line? Consider this advice for daily living from the Apostle Paul. The first thing he said in verse four of this, of this uh, pericope that I did not read was rejoice in the Lord. Sometimes we give our problems more attention than we do the Lord of our salvation. However, Paul tells the church at Philippi to rejoice in the Lord. Nehemiah reminds us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The best way out of a pit is to sing your way out. I can play some songs that just require movement. Have you ever played a song or song came on the television or your your CD player or even YouTube and you just start feeling things move on your body? You first your feet and then your knee and sometimes your hand gets to clapping. That's the joy of the Lord showing up. That's how we get out of a pit. The second thing Paul advises is that we pray and petition God. So much can be said about prayer. One of them, forget the phone and run to the the throne. My grandmother used to tell us that prayer is the key to the kingdom and faith unlocks the door. In fact, that was a favorite cliche among the old saints. I've often shared the phrase, no prayer, no power, little prayer, little power, much prayer, much power. One friend used to tell me, if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. Yet another person says, pray about everything and don't worry about anything. The message is part of the fuel to keep you running, and that is to pray. In the morning, pray. At noonday, pray at night. And guess what? If you're in the middle of the night and you need something to to get you through, pray. Tell God about your struggles, about your wins, about your problems, and your need for his help in all that you do. The third thing Brother Paul told us to do was to give thanks. Don't forget to be grateful for what God has done. The attitude of gratitude is of utmost importance if we're going to keep running. Every inch sometimes becomes a prize in itself when the opposition begins to attack your heels. He'll sometimes attack your toes or even the ball of your feet. I've told you before about my thankful list. Remember, I literally had to write down the reasons I was thankful. That's how bad things were. It's the equivalent of allowing your soul to look back. When you do this, then you marvel at how long you've been in the race. How did you get over? I'm telling you, I believe there was some joy going on. There was some prayer going on and there was some thanksgiving going on. The fourth thing that Paul tells us is that Jesus is there to mount God over your heart and your mind. That peace that surpasses yours and my understanding. Have you ever been in a really bad life storm? Things were looking dark and dreary. The devil was coming every now and then to ask what you gonna do now? But you had peace, that crazy peace that could not be shaken by the circumstances. You could lay down and go to sleep at night. Your appetite did not wane nor were you tempted to stay at home and worry. That's peace that surpasses. It goes beyond understanding. It's the kind of peace that makes the devil scratch his head. God is keeping you in perfect peace because you keep praying. You don't miss devotion time. You keep singing. You keep lifting up the name of Jesus. That's peace that surpasses. It surely leads to it. Not only does it surpass, but it also outlasts your trials, and your tribulations. One Sunday, I walked into a church that I have frequented throughout my life. I know the pastor well, and he knows me. When others were shunning me and turning me away from me, this wonderful man of God would come and get me and ask. If we were in a public place in a church, he would come over and he'd say, you want to come and sit by me? Just just a kind-hearted man. He was actually the state overseer of his denomination. One day I attended a funeral and he and his assistant pastor was standing out in the hall and all of the ministers go in together. He came over to me and he said, you want to come in with us? And he he just put me between he and his assistant. And I walked in with he and the rest of the ministers. I did not belong to his church and was not his denomination, but I loved to worship with them. This particular Sunday, I walked into their service and he was standing behind a keyboard. I didn't know that he could play. And I don't think I'd heard him lead a song, but you all that day, he sang a song. And the name of it is They've Got the Word. He reminded us that that was going to be a coronation, a big celebration. And in spite of all that has gone on in this race from the start to the finish, He said the party couldn't start until he got there. Just a few of the words, there's a great coronation coming up filled with joy and gladness. There are special guests attending. It will be all the children of God. I've got a standing invitation, and so do you, with all the saints from every nation. We'll be there. To crown him Lord of Lords. Only those who finish the race can attend this coronation. I've shared with you today how to stay in the race. In the words of the Apostle Paul from a Roman jail, rejoice in the Lord. Pray and petition God and know that God, the God of peace, is guarding your heart and your mind. He's pushing back the obstacles, blocking the disappointments, and he's standing guard to be sure that none of the devil's plans succeed. As we experience and know for sure the peace that passes understanding, that surpasses our understanding. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend for for your powerful and invigorating message of the peace that surpasses all understanding. When we stay the course, Peace is what God gives us when we're targeted. Let us celebrate the message by listening to the praise and worship song, They Got the Word by the Mississippi Mass Choir. The invitation to discipleship to be offered by Sister Kim will follow.
5: We are at the point in the worship service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight, and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, please remember Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the road. Steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Be willing to repent and turn away from sin. And believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. Invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community and start reading the Bible and email us at M-G-R-A-C-E-321 at gmail.com. That's M-Grace-321 at gmail.com. Become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kim,
2: for that invitation. Now, let us listen to the closing Praise and Worship song titled Peace in the Midst of the Storm by Alvin Slaughter. Pastor Reverend Millicent will offer final remarks and the benediction.
1: With the world I've been living And my life is all patterned and fall. See, I've been windsweet. I've been battered. But I've waited to cross. Begin to heal. In the midst of the storm. Of, of the song. Oh, yes. When the world you've been living in, it, it may crumble at your feet. If your life is all patterned, patterned and fall, I would have. That I've been winced, <laughs> I've been battered, but I'll wait <laughs> to His cross, He gives me peace, <laughs> in the midst of, midst of the storm. <laughs> and one more thing to see when I come to the end of my journey. All of living things, but one moment. Then my doctor shakes his head and looks forlorn.
0: I don't need to cry. He makes my bed
1: soft. He makes it a feast. i in the middle.
4: Amen, amen. Well, I hope that more of you began to feel your toes and your feet and your legs moving as you listened to that song by the Mississippi Mass Choir. I was in the library when I was listening to it, y'all. And I was patting and moving everything I could, <laughs> I could move without causing a spectacle. I didn't embarrass any of the church, I promise you, but I was a happy lady. Very, very happy. I pray that that the message has has given you some some Assistance today, sometimes we forget, what do you do next? Especially when you've got the old enemy coming at you saying, what you're going to do now? We're going to remain joyful. We're going to pray and petition God. We are going to be thankful and we're going to remember that we have a God. There's someone who is watching at the gate. And he is watching over our hearts and our minds and keeping us safe and focused and at peace in Christ Jesus. Now it doesn't mean you're not going to feel the the shakiness sometimes of the fear. It doesn't mean that you are not going to feel anger or anguished. It doesn't mean that some days you're going to feel down or disappointed. What it means is down on the inside. You can still feel peace. That that lets you know that, that God hasn't moved and your victory is still secure. I uh, earnestly, earnestly, we pray for you uh, daily that you're able to stand and withstand and keep going. And today we've learned that the peace that God gives us allows us to surpass. First of all, the peace surpasses our understanding. I, I hope that some days, you really do find yourself wondering how can you still be peaceful or have peace considering what's going on in your life. And then there are days that you can look back at some of those times and say, wow, I I just could not have made it if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Well, I assure you that God is doing what he's supposed to do to keep us in the race until the finish. I want to just encourage you again to um, meet us Monday through Friday, early risers. If you, have, uh, on, if you not, don't consider yourself to be an early riser, you can start practicing. Maybe one day at first, two days add up to meet us for prayer, for prayer on, on uh, Monday through Friday at 630 Eastern Standard Time for prayer. We last about an hour, sometimes hour and a half. Um, then on Wednesday evenings is our Bible study. We've been having a tremendous time studying from the book entitled Anchored by Cynthia Kavanaugh. We've been looking deeper into the lives of some of the biblical characters, many of which who we've heard about throughout our lives, but had not really taken close looks at how they weathered the storms that went at them. And we've been having a good time with this and getting ourselves instructed, and guess what? Being prepared to lead, being prepared to lead. The people who were weathering these storms in this book were considered leaders. And then morning at 1130 Eastern time, we have our prayer team meeting that is led by Minister Juanita Purdy. That is also another good time in the Lord. Uh, of of sharing of the the devotion and and other uh, issues and cares and concerns and prayer. And then Saturday evening, we'll be back here Uh, next Friday. I'm just kind of getting the week early. Well, I'm I'm in time. Next Friday evening should be our our ministry team meeting. That's on Friday evening at uh, seven Eastern time, asking everyone to come. We talk about the business of the church and plans and, those kinds of things, we invite you to come and be with us. We want to remind you of, as um, Elder Carolyn talked about, our our giving, the opportunity to share in the financial support for the church. Believe it or not, we do have expenses. And there is room for you to share with us. Also... Um, we want to keep keep praying, if you will, keep praying for the Snyder family. Um, Minister Miriam Snyder uh, lost her precious mother. Uh, mother Snyder would would come some mornings to pray, y'all, and she'd pray for us and pray with us. Uh, just a beautiful soul that God has called from labor to reward. So I want you to remember to hold them up in prayer. Um, looks like someone from Ohio has joined us. Would you like to introduce yourself? <clears throat> maybe not. I was hoping that that would would be our 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 illustrious mentor joining us this evening, but maybe not. Um, At the end of the uh, recording, and that will be stopping as soon as I've given the benediction, we will uh, stay to have prayer with those of you who desire prayer. If anyone prayed the prayer to accept Jesus as your savior with uh, Sister Kim and join the family of God, we surely want to pray with you and talk to you more about what the decision that you've made. So be sure and send us A short email with your name and your contact information to refugefromstorm at aol.com, and we will be uh, happy to get back with you and welcome you into the family of God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you again for this time, God. We thank you for your word, oh God, and your desire to give us peace that surpasses, that goes beyond the situations and the circumstances that outlast the trials and the tribulations. We pray, God, this day that you would bless every family that is represented today, God. I ask that you would remind them, oh God, that you are with them, even especially in their times of struggle. I pray, Lord, that you, God, according to your power and your might, would heal, would deliver, oh God, would would strengthen and establish each of your people, God, as we have gathered this day, God, to Worship you, to worship you, O oh God, in our time. Worship you in our tithes. Worship you, O oh God, in our talent. We pray, O oh God, that you would give us a, a reward. And that reward, O oh God, is greater peace. Thank you, Father. Greater grace, greater mercy, O oh God. Greater endurance, greater time, O oh God, of, of devotion with you. Lord, I just pray your blessings. I I place your name upon each of the people, oh God, that are on the call this day, God, for you promised that when you see your name, you would bless your people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just
5: about anywhere.